Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! You ever think to yourself, what would eight-year-old me think of me now? I don't know why I just thought of that. I just thought of that, though. Because we're going to talk all about the kids today. What's up, everybody? Nuanas Now, uh, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Happy to be here with you on your Tuesday. Uh, I didn't get the show done until about six minutes ago because... Um, it's officially that time of year. In our world, it is breakneck as fast and hard as you can go from pretty much the day that high school uh, football camps start across the state of Montana all the way until whatever uh, team that we cover, teams that we cover, end their basketball season. And that all then came to an end, and we officially recapped all of it Yesterday, that doesn't mean we don't have more hoops and winter sports and all sorts of stuff to talk about, but um, it was an interesting show to put together today because it's like that first day where we can finally breathe. So we're going to do a lot of breathing. We have some of our normal Tuesday staples, prep heavy here in hour number one. The all-state lists are out for Class AA boys and girls basketball. We also are closing in on our awards uh, that we will give away, and uh, we'll announce those sometime early next week. We've partnered with the great folks over at Vertical Rays. We'll be doling out Class AA and A girls and boys basketball players of the year. So I got some 
some names for you, some talking points in, in terms of some of the standout players from the high school basketball season from Montana's two top classifications. We'll also have our Treasure State Stars for the week, highlighting some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. And certainly um, a whole bunch of Montanans in madness at a variety of different levels of uh, college basketball and uh, also some track and field standouts. Plus, I got something to say on why it is important. I mean, I think it's it's in the essence of competition and sort of the definition of competition to want to be good and or great in anything that you pursue, whether that's as, as an organization, uh, a university, a high school, a college, you know, whatever. But I do think sometimes that schools that are very heavy football or basketball schools or, or you know, like Mon- University of Montana has, has great tradition in football and men's and women's basketball. A very fluctuating tradition, though, in track and field. Why is it important, though, to have some semblance of competitiveness, if not greatness, on the track and field? I have thoughts, so we'll talk about that a little bit as well. I also have a whole bunch of random sports thoughts to get to when it comes to the NFL, the NBA, couple random thoughts about the Lady Grizz, uh, women's basketball team, and some former Lady Grizz that are doing big things. And then finally, we're going to make Andrew's dreams come true. We're going to do a little buy-sell, a little over-under, a combination of the two games, NBA style. We're going to see if Andrew can talk me into uh, anybody actually being a, a valid contender to win the NBA championship other than maybe the four or five teams I have in mind. Uh he certainly has followed this a lot more heavily than I have lately, and uh, so we'll have a little buy-sell NBA action and probably have a little history lesson uh, as well. So there you go. That's what's coming up here uh, today on the show. Uh, hope you're having a great start to the week. I'm Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now, coming to you through the ESPN MT studio at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years. And happy to say so, the um, the news of the last couple days in concern to the Grizz lacrosse team, they are on the road. They're in sunny Carlsbad, California, right outside San Diego. So lucky for them. Uh, but some uh, correspondence here with, with the crew down there. We carry uh, Grizz lacrosse on the ESPN MT app. And sometimes even on ESPN uh, radio here on 1029 FM in Western Montana. And uh, the Grizz are off to a now 9 and 1 start. They were 8 and 1 going into the weekend. They do have a landmark win over um, St. Thomas, who was the number one team in the country and had won six out of the last nine national championships at the MCLA Division II level. And uh, then they lost, but the, the Grizz did, to Montana State. Uh, seventh year in a row, they've lost the, the rivalry match to the Cats. But then they rallied back and they beat Idaho. And last weekend, they picked up a couple more victories. And then on Sunday, in their first trip during this, or this first uh, game during this California trip, they defeated uh, University of San Diego. So um, San Diego, a premier program and uh, just a premier university, really. Um, if you haven't heard the legend of the campus, um, it's like right next to Torrey Pines where the, the famed golf course that's hosted the U.S. Open. But the, uh, the Grizzly Cross team did beat San Diego. 
Eleven to nine, San Diego is the seventh ranked team in the MCLA. The Grizz have been uh, sort of moving up and down. They've been number one for a moment in time. The Cats lost, knocked them down a little bit, but still a top three or four team. So that's your uh, official update. It sounds like though, uh, heavy, heavy rains there tonight. Uh, it says there's a monsoon. The game was supposed to be at three. Moved to seven thirty tonight. Um, so it's 8.30 local time if you want to catch Grizzly Cross on the ESPN MT app. If you want to stream this show, you can always use that app. You can also always follow along on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, you always can. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Coming up in about 40 minutes, we got an opportunity for you to win some free Tagliari Deli, and here's the greatest news you ever got. There's two tags here now in town. It's Tag Tuesday every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. The new location at long last. It's open there uh, in the Sawmill District, just right up the way from our house, so that's uh, great news for us. Here's the deal, though. You got the location there on Higgins, uh, right there on the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, right next to the roundabout. And then you also got... The new one in the Sawmill District on Wyoming Street. If you go to TAG's website and then you're ordering online, that's the best way to do it because they don't have a lot of seating space in there, but it's it's easy to just get it. Now the weather's nice. What a great idea. You just go pick up your sandwich, go walk, eat it in the park. But the most efficient way to order TAG is online. But when you go to the app, you can toggle between the two locations. And they're not that far apart in terms of driving distance. The two locations is as much for location, but also just to ease the burden of the sandwich makers, of the the folks working there. So uh, check out which ones for pickup times. Um, It'll just be more efficient for you. If if you're flexible between which one you can stop in, just toggle between them and see which one has a shorter pickup time. And that'll, uh, that'll make everything more efficient for everybody. Regardless, what you're here for is the free stuff. About 40 minutes from now, we'll be giving you... Uh, some free Tagliari Deli, courtesy of Tag there uh, every Tuesday, Tag Tuesday here on the one is now. Uh, let's dive into a prep extra. It's presented by Farmers State Bank. The, f- the first uh, prep extra we've done since the scholarship deadline has passed. So they, they closed up uh, all applications for their $10,000, $10, scholarships. But hopefully you or your... Um, high school senior got one in, but either way, Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. The all-state lists for Class AA boys and girls basketball are out. We'll start with the ladies first. Uh, here's how it all went down. Uh, I actually thought this was like pretty much cut and dry. If you were to say Coulter. Name all the AA players in the state that you know. <laughs> I think there's only a couple that I could even name that didn't make this list. So a pretty comprehensive, pretty cut and dry list. There's a lot of really talented young ladies right now in the state of Montana. Including a great many who are not seniors. So that's exciting for next year. Um this is in no particular order. This is just how it got sent to me, so I'll just read it down the list. Brianna Williams, building Skyview Jr. She uh, has already earned Gatorade Player of the Year. Um, this is her second All-State selection. 
She is a generational prospect. She's certainly one of the best players in Montana and one of the best players that Montana has seen in quite some time. She's a 6'2 forward who can handle it, who can shoot it, who can get to the free throw line, who can um, pretty much do whatever she wants. I'm so interested. I So... She, she's already won a state championship here in, in Montana at Billings Gavi last year as a sophomore. And they got a third-place trophy this year uh, by battling back through the loser's bracket. I mean, she, her stat lines are ridiculous. She's she's 22 and 11 every single night. And that's without really being that aggressive of a scorer or that. Um, I mean, she's certainly an aggressive rebounder. When you watch her, though, the game is just slower for her than everybody else. That That's part of why she's such a big prospect. The other part, though, is she plays on this premier AAU team that won the Under Armour National Championship this last year. I want to see Brianna Williams in person against better talent. Because um, Montana has good high school girls basketball, for sure. I would just love to see her when she was getting pressured and and pressed. Because I just feel like she has multiple other gears. But also, I think part of her smoothness and her moxie and the way that she plays, the pace she plays with is uh, it's a part of the allure for her, for sure. I mean, that, that's one of the things that makes her such a big-time prospect. I mean, to put in perspective how highly recruited this young lady is, at the AA State Tournament, there was coaches from Washington and Maryland. Those are on opposite sides of the country. Oh, by the way, the Lady Grizz, the Lady Cats, Gonzaga, uh, Utah, I mean, they were all in the house as well. Oregon State was there. Um, she's getting recruited by everybody. She's been on official visits and unofficial visits all over the country, and she's still only a junior, so still a lot to uh, to be played out. Other all-state selections from Girls AA, Jada Davis, that's a name to watch for uh, a long time coming up. I've had multiple coaches tell me that they already think that she's a top-five player. She's only a freshman at Bozeman-Gallatin, a 5'8 combo guard who is uh, – Incredibly talented, especially given her age. So a lot to watch for there. Uh, Billings West, the AA state champions, they land three young ladies on this list. Layla Bauman, who is sort of the the uh, the glue, the the uh, the one that brought it all together. Courtney Grossman, who was one of our Treasure State stars last week, she hit the go ahead three pointer in the state championship game against Kalispell Flathead to lift uh, Billings West, give them a little bit of a, a cushion, and then uh, West they finished off the deal and beat Flathead by six points in that state championship game. But Courtney Grossman's transition three was the one that really swung it. And then Sydney Pierce, their six-foot-four junior in the middle. So Grossman and Pierce, both juniors. So West should be locked and loaded next year, although Layla Bauman is certainly a, a tough one to replace as a, a 5'9 senior for the Golden Bears who won the state championship. One selection for Billings senior, that's Laura Cummings, lands on the list. She's a senior. Ashlyn Jones out of Great Falls High, a senior, lands on the list. Alex Coville, senior at Missoula Hellgate, uh, who's headed to Washington State. She lands on the list. Um, she certainly was an anomaly in, in AA for a variety of reasons. I mean, she's six foot six. She's skilled. She's got a soft touch around the basket. Also a great rim protector. And uh, she had some ridiculous... I mean, she had the Wilt Chamberlain double-double. Or no, triple-double, excuse me, where she had... Uh, 26 points on 13 made field goals. A perfect 13 for 13 from the floor is what she was in that uh, first round state tournament game. She also had like 14 rebounds and 11 blocks. So 
Very few people are getting the triple-double with the blocks in there. That's what Alex Koval brought to the table for Missoula Hellgate this last year. She'll be tough to replace. Kennedy Moore from Kalispell Flathead, certainly one of the best players in the state as only a junior, and she'll be an up-and-comer. I think she's a potential Division One prospect. If she takes another step, she's absolutely D1. Uh, so that's impressive. Add another one to the, the group that is uh, so heavily filled with top-level college talent. Alex Bullock, who I'm almost certain is the daughter of former uh, Montana governor Steve Bullock. He's had several uh, good athletes go through there. At Helena High, Alex, the latest one. She's a 5'11 senior there at Helena High. Chloe Larson, a 5'11 junior out of Missoula Hellgate. Uh, she's a very talented player as well. She's uh, college level, no doubt. Not D1 yet, but I, I, she's only a junior, so she could take another step as well. She's got a head coach in Maddie Keast, who played D1 herself, a play for Lady Grizz, and uh, knows the path, knows the way to get there. Maddie Moy out of Flathead, um, consummate point guard, uh, suffered a brutal knee injury her junior year, came back, and uh, guided Flathead all the way to the state championship game um, her senior year, so very much deserving. And then the last one on the list, uh, I think certainly the most talented sophomore in the state, Cadence Couture of Missoula Big Sky, a 5'9 uh, combo guard there for the Eagles. She is, um, I mean, she has limitless potential. She, she isn't quite Brianna Williams quite yet. Um, I mean, she's about five inches shorter, so that's part of it. But uh, in terms of explosiveness and athleticism, I actually think she's more athletic. Not quite as big. Plays a different position for sure. But Kane's Couture absolutely is going to be a uh, a force to be reckoned with in, in the state of Montana for the last uh, for the next couple years. It's our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Checking out the all state lists for Class AA that were released earlier today. On the boys' side, uh, this was about chalk as well. <laughs> a lot of familiar names, a lot of guys we've been talking about all season long. Uh, this is in no particular order as well. This is just the list that it was sent to me. Kellen Harrison out of Bozeman. I didn't realize this. I had thought all year, and this is completely just ignorant on my part, I thought all year that Harrison was a senior. He's not. He's a junior. So he'll definitely be one of the best players in the state next year. Billy Carlson of Billings West, a 6'3 senior. He led West to the state championship game where they lost to Missoula Hellgate. But still a great senior year for him. Lane Love out of Billings Skyview, a 6'5 senior. Uh, he was one of the leading scorers in the state. Really fluid and uh, really impressive player. I saw him for the first time live this year uh, in Butte a couple weekends ago. And uh, as advertised, really good. Uh, Going to be a hell of a Frontier Conference player if that's the route he decides to take. Eli Hunter out of Bozeman, uh, Gallatin, that is. He had a great senior year, and uh, he's another talented multi-sport athlete. Trig Mapes out of Great Falls CMR, a six foot three senior. Connor Dick out of Missoula Hellgate, six foot four senior. And if we still had <laughs> all tournament teams and tournament MVPs, certainly would have been the MVP of the state tournament. Scored twenty eight points in the state championship game, eighteen of them in the second half of that title game, and uh, he's a guy. It also has a ton of potential in a variety of different sports. We'll, we'll keep you up to date. We'll keep you apprised of uh, what his future might hold, but his future's bright. Very smart kid. We had him in studio a couple weeks ago to talk about that state championship win and uh, really impressed with Connor Dick. Tevin Wetzel might have been the most important player in the state this year, or maybe the most impactful. When he was healthy, Helena High 
was pretty much unbeatable. I mean, Helena High, at one moment in time, was sitting in first place in the Western AA, and they had beaten Hellgate, they had beaten Sentinel, they had beaten Big Sky. They had some really good games, and Wetzel was the catalyst in a variety of those games. He's only a sophomore there at Helena High. He um, Then he suffered a head injury, and he was out for a little while, and Helena High kind of hit the skids. And this is a really young team. Jackson Lieberg of Helena High also as a sophomore uh, on this All-State squad for the Bengals. Uh, so their two best players are sophomores. They're both All-State sophomores. So there's a lot of bright things ahead for Helena High. But Helena High then ended up missing the Class AA uh, state tournament. It, it was weird being at the state tournament, and you had no Helena High or no Helena Capital. No Helena School on the boys' side. And... Uh, I, I believe that was the first time in like almost four decades that that had occurred. But that's all to say, when those guys were healthy, Helena High was certainly one of the best teams in the West, and uh, they'll certainly be a, a team to be reckoned with. Another couple really talented underclassmen, Easton Sant, Missoula Hellgate. Uh, he gets All-State as a sophomore. Uh, he is not big at all. If you see him, he still looks very young. Uh, but, man, this kid's a baller, man. He doesn't back down to anybody. He's got so much savvy handling the ball. He's an outstanding on-ball defender. And uh, the consummate point guard. I mean, he had games this year where he completely took over and scored 20 points. And then he had other games this year where he hardly even shot the ball but was so good at getting the ball to Connor Dick and Donovan Headswift and uh, Asher Top and, you know, Chance McNulty and all of Hellgate's weapons. Uh, so I'm glad Sant got... All-State, because I don't know if the statistics would have uh, put that up there, but just in terms of the pace that he plays with and how important he was to the state champions, he certainly deserved to be there. So if you're counting them up, that's three sophomores on this All-State team. Wetzel and Lieberg of Helena High, Sant of Hellgate. We got a freshman. So freshman land on the All-State team for both boys and girls. Jada Davis from Billings, or excuse me, from Bozeman Gallatin on the uh, girls' side. And uh, Hudson Lutke. Of Butte High on the boys' side, a six foot one freshman. Uh, I'm almost certain that that's Matt Ludke's son. Matt Ludke, a uh, a legend around these parts in Western Montana, a guy who was a phenomenal player up at Ronan, great Frontier Conference player, and then has been a, a dominant force on the three on three circuit for years and years. Uh, Matt Ludke has dunked on me and very many other people many times in uh, the little Southgate Mall tournament or, you know, whatever hoop fest you might be playing in. Matt Ludke's throwing it down. He's now, though, the coach at Butte High School, and uh, Hudson Ludke, his son, a freshman, uh, lands on the All-State squad. And then the last young man on this All-State squad, I got to be happy for this kid. Uh, He had a great career. He saw it sort of evolve before his eyes. Big Sky went through a lot uh, over the last couple years. They had this sort of systematic rebuild. And then they they surged to a third-place trophy, their their highest finish, I believe, in 25 years at the Class AA State Championships last year. And then Ryan Hansen, their coach, uh, he was a teacher down at Steve. He's got a bunch of kids, and all of a sudden life just got too complicated. So he stepped down, and uh, they passed it off to Zach Murphy, who has now become a friend of this show. Uh, in the meantime, though, they also graduated six seniors. So there was a lot of overturn on the Big Sky roster as well, and they had... Some good player. I mean, Caden Bateman, he's playing for the Grizzlies now. You know, Trey Reed is a really talented player as well. And they handed the keys to Josiah Cuerzma, and, and he really took control, especially in the second half of the season. Big Sky started 1-6, but then ended up making it all the way to state 
and Charisma was a huge part of that. So I was glad to see that he landed uh, on this list as well because he was certainly the heart and soul of Big Sky. And uh, I know they, they didn't perform at the state tournament quite as well as they wanted to, uh, but he was certainly uh, one of the best individuals in the state and certainly one of the most important players to his team. So I was excited to see Charisma land uh, on the list. Dwan's Dow ESPN Radio. It's our Prep Exeter presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. We have partnered with our good friends at Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is an online uh, fundraising platform. You can use it for a variety of causes, but it's most popular and most prominent among high school sports teams. Why is Vertical Raise different? At first glance, it might seem like all online fundraising platforms are similar, but that's far from the truth. At Vertical Raise, they have improved upon the ways fundraisers are shared and making it way easier for people to donate. As a result, programs raise substantially more money and deliver a bigger check than all other platforms. They've built industry-unique tools to do things like bypass email spam filters, let employers match donations, allow businesses to sponsor pages, and integrate with technologies like Google and Apple Pay for easier donation payments. Vertical Raise basically wants to give family and friends more ways to support you and your program and high school athletes anywhere across the country or even internationally. To learn more, visit verticalraise.com. We'll be giving away Class AA Boys and Girls Awards. Uh, for players of the year at each classification, I can tell you, you basically just heard the list of nominees for AA Boys and Girls Player of the Year uh, with those All-State selections. Pretty much everybody that we just listed was in consideration. Uh, as with all of our stuff here, whether it's our All-Big Sky ballots or whatever, th- these are awesome. This is like real deal awards, though. I mean, we, we put out our lists and our ballots and choices a lot. But this, we, we're partnering with Vertical Rays, and there's going to be custom-made trophies for four athletes from around the state of Montana. So it's pretty cool, and I'm uh, excited about this idea and excited to get this thing off the ground. Um, but you basically, basically, we put a ton of stock in uh, individual talent and individual um, maximization of your ability, but we also put a ton of, of credit in winning. If you are a great individual player, that should then also cater to and improve the prospects of winning. And so um, the better your team finished, the better a chance you got to win one of these awards. So we basically just told you most of the uh, the top candidates in AA for boys and girls. In A boys, I think it's a three-horse race. Dougie Peoples was outstanding. Butte Central uh, didn't quite get a chance to defend, but they did end up getting third of the Class A level. But Peoples is just a walking bucket. He, like I told uh, one of my buddies, he's like he's like a, a, a Butte native Steph Curry. Like he's not very big. He's really spindly and, and skinny. But, man, he's just a bucket. The way he gets open, the way he gets loose, the way he shoots it. I mean, 41 points in the, in the district championship game. 39 points in the state championship game last year. Bucket. There's also a couple young men from Lewistown, though that are primary contenders for this award as well. Royce Robinson, who's Mr. Do-Everything for Fergus County, headed to Carroll College. And then Fisher Brown, who's just a junior there at Lewistown, but he uh, led all Class A in scoring 25.4 points per game, so very impressive there. Then on the girls' side in Class A, there's all sorts of great candidates. Elena Miller's been a, a stalwart there at Haver. 
Uh, but she was hurt for a, a long time this year. But she did come back and carried Haver in the state tournament and Haver won their third straight state championship. So that's uh, certainly worth some weight. Blaine Kearns down at Hamilton, she's a 1,000-point scorer and, and definitely one of the most explosive uh, sort of wings or, or combo guards in the state. Sadie Smith, we told, we said her name for a variety of reasons from Frenchtown. She's a great pitcher. She's also a great point guard. Elise Abbey at Laurel, uh, she is uh, just a do-everything and uh, gets it done at a high level. Harden has a variety of great players. It's hard to even pick based on statistics uh, who you could choose from Harden, but they did play for the state championship this year. They were the, the runner-up in Class A. And uh, Browning, same thing. I mean, they, they played fast. They played uh, high-paced, and uh, they had a ton of great players as well. Mecca Bullchild, probably the top candidate from Browning, but there's a ton of candidates for Class A girls. That's all to say that we'll be deciding and announcing these awards next week, and then we'll have a, a whole plan to roll out the trophies, and we'll also have interviews with each of the winners. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Thanks to our great friends at Vertical Rays for uh, their great idea and uh, their partnership on this to find out how and why Vertical Rays is a different online fundraising platform than anyone else out there. Visit verticalrays.com. Treasure State Stars, the last one for the basketball season. Heavy on Montanans in madness across all levels of college hoops. We'll do that next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulteilaw.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Two stories about that. We didn't even get to the. I don't want to, you know, make you wait all the way. I mean, we might be playing the song for three minutes by the time we get to the part where they actually start to rip. But first of all, I I always reference that song, Blind by Korn, as the day that the 90s ended. Because when they played that song at Woodstock 99 and then Limp Biscuit played Break Stuff shortly after, we quite literally incited a riot. And I think it was a gigantic tipping point in America. If you watch the HBO documentary on Woodstock 99, it's just so striking what, what people used to do in public 
for better or worse, the, the lack of inhibitions and and uh, just sort of going crazy and having fun. It used to be at a much higher level when people didn't assume they were getting streamed live on TikTok or whatever is going on in the world today. The other thing, though, is my Woodstock 99 continued rabbit hole that I keep going down ever since I watched that documentary also led me to a revival of something that I had forgotten and that I am uh, at the same time incredibly proud and also appalled that we loved. When I was like in seventh and eighth grade, one of my favorite musical artists, favorite musical acts, was ICP, the Insane Clown Posse. Now, I, I don't really know how many of you out there have actually even heard of that. If you have, if you know, you know. So in my Woodstock rabbit hole, I somehow stumbled upon some ICP, and I was listening to that today. What uh, shocking, outrageous, sophomoric, immature, stupid, and terrible music. <laughs> I just also think, though, to, to have liked, have to, first of all, to be a kid in Montana, like pretty much pre-internet, and have found that, that's why I'm proud. Uh, to, to have gotten away with listening to that without our parents finding it and throwing it in the trash, that's also very admirable on our part. <laughs> and uh, then to listen to it back, my goodness, talk about rotting our brains. Unbelievable. Nevada's Dow ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. One thing I can tell you, I love uh, rekindling my own nostalgia and telling you stories about my music life. I really don't think we're going to be playing any ICP anytime soon. Honestly, because I don't even think there's any songs that we can even play. Like, I don't even know. There's edited versions of songs on the internet and stuff, but, like, none of this stuff is, is appropriate for the internet or for the uh, the radio. That's for sure. I was sending my buddy, who I grew up with my whole life, who was, like, one of my best music friends. We used to share music all the time. And, you know, that used to be a thing for all you young kids listening out there. That's what we used to do in Missoula. We'd bum a ride down to the mall to go to the record store or bum a ride over to Rock and Rudy's or ride our bikes. Uh, there was a variety of places we'd go hit up. But uh, he and I used to always be listening and rocking out to the music. So I was sending him ICP songs, and he's like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, where? why are you on this, this uh, hook? <laughs> I was like, man, Woodstock 99, baby. I can't get it out of my brain. Anyways, we digress. You're here for the sports uh, let's talk about some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana here uh, from this last week. It's our Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Uh, he was my number one storyline of the college uh, and just the overall basketball season in Montana. And he's our number one Treasure State star today. It's Raekwon Battle. He is a junior at Montana State. He was the top reserve in the Big Sky Conference last year as a sophomore in his first year after transferring from the University of Washington. And uh, then he took his game to the next level and averaged almost 18 points per game this year. Scored 26 points in Montana State's 77-65 loss to Kansas State in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And uh, if he's back next year at Montana State, it's going to be uh, a huge boost for uh, MSU, and he will certainly be a front runner for Big Sky Conference preseason MVP. He'll absolutely be on the preseason all-conference team. And uh, he'll have a chance to be one of the most hyped and talented mid-major players uh, in America. Andrew, I, I asked you so many different things about Greensboro, North Carolina, about the matchup with Kansas State and all of it, but we, we didn't talk actually about the star of the show for Montana State. Um, it, there's been some good performances by Big Sky guys in uh, the tournament, 
but I think that one is 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 one of the greatest ones. I I, I don't know if it surpasses you know, Eric Hayes for the Grizz against UCLA back in the seventies. I'm actually certain it doesn't. Um, I don't think it matches Tanner Groves get, dropping thirty six against Kansas. It probably doesn't uh, surpass Harold Arsenault, the show for Weber State. I think he dropped 30 against North Carolina in a win, which was Weber State's last NCAA tournament win in the late 90s. But those are just off the top of my head. I can't think of any other performances that were any better than that. And uh, it wasn't just that he was playing out of his mind. He absolutely looked like he belonged on the court. I mean, he, he looked like one of the best players in the game. He came to play, Coulter. Is so impressive. You know, you can argue whether it's better than any of those performances. I think what is inarguable about just Raekwon Battle in general, is that he is the most memorable basketball player in the big sky that we have seen in a long time. For sure. And that was one of the most memorable, indelible performances that we will see from a big sky conference player in the NCAA tournament uh, in a long time in the the past and in the future because he's just, he's so unique and so different, man. He's just, you know, he's, he's pulling up, he's jumping straight up and down, jumping over everybody, to get that shot off. And when he's hitting, it's just like, it's a thing of beauty. And he was doing that all night. It's it's a rare, rare combination to be able to play with the creativity and artistry that comes from growing up on the reservation and playing res ball and also be the most explosive athlete in the league and also be in control at all times. That's the most impressive part about him is that he really has like a 45-inch vertical. And we've seen a couple other guys that could jump like him. Michael Ogine comes to mind. Ogine was a great player, but he has nowhere close to the skill or is nowhere close to as smooth as Raekwon Battle. It's a, it's a very, very rare uh, set of skills to be able to be that smooth and that explosive. It's a great way to describe a culture. He's explosive and he's precise. Right, right. That's the thing. His control of his body is so... Uh, tuned in and dialed in even when he's doing ridiculously athletic things it's just that's why he's such a a unique player a unique player to watch this is a massive debate on the message boards right now on both the Grizz and Bobcat message boards is Raekwon Battle League caliber is the NBA caliber And, and for all the great things we just said about him I still think he's not I don't think that means he can't be though if here's where Raekwon Battle's at to be in the NBA, you have to have three things. You have to have NBA-level athleticism. He does. He has. He checks that box. You have to have NBA-level size. And if you don't have NBA-level size, you have to have an elite skill. He doesn't have either of those. He doesn't have elite size for the NBA. And he doesn't have an elite skill yet. If he were to become an elite shooter and an elite defender, then he checks two of the second of the third boxes you need. So uh, he's not there, but he's not as far away as some of the haters want to believe. Yeah, we've had this discussion before, too, uh, in the group chat and everything. I'm with you. He's not there yet, but I know that it will be fascinating to watch him develop to see if he gets there. If he was 6'7", 200 pounds, instead of 6'4", 185 pounds, that's right. he'd he'd be there already. Or if he was an elite shooter, if he's shooting 45% from three instead of 35%. So he can get there, though, is that's the thing, is if he can just transform... Gets a little stronger, a little bigger, transforms into a lockdown defender and a knockdown shooter. He he's knocking on the door, and that's not a, a knock on Raekwon Battle at all. I mean, how many guys actually make the NBA every year? Like ten? <laughs> how many guys from the Big Sky Conference make it every year? I mean, there's there's been like three ever, man. Like Larry right. Kristoviak and Damian Lillard and Rodney Stuckey, and that's it. Like you're not. 
There's very few guys from Gonzaga that make it to the NBA. There's very few guys from anywhere in in the world that make it to the NBA. That's why it's the most elite league on the planet. You got to wonder, though, if this game, I mean, he was the best player on the court for long periods of time, and Marquise Knoll sort of wrestled it away in the second half. Marquise Knoll was unstoppable. In that game, but you wonder if this is a springboard for him to to realize that and to propel his development in the offseason and going into next year because, man, he absolutely belonged in this game against, you know, Kansas State's one of the best 10 teams in the country. I think they're a legitimate contender for to sure. win it all. For sure. How about the John Calipari, Marquis Noel spat? John Calipari calls Marquis Noel the little guy, and then <laughs> then Noel goes completely nuts and has like twenty seven and nine against Kentucky, and made sure to get in Calipari's face. I just love it. Marquis Noel. It's very rare because as I always complain about, I'm not a big Division One college basketball fan. I cover it, and and we cover the Big Sky, Power Five. I can take it or leave it. I love this time of year for sure because it's tournament play. It's what sports are all about. But there's been very few guys that have captivated me like Marquise Noel instantly. I pointed him out to you as soon as I you started did. watching Kansas State. You, I, you wrote a story about went... him right the first time you ever watched him. He's incredible. Yeah, uh, Calipari should know that you don't do that to a guy who's from New York, right? A, a He's New from York Harlem, point right? Guard, <laughs> right? Like, Calipari's from Pittsburgh. Calipari's been around the East Coast. New York point guards... Don't get them started. Especially the little ones, because they always got a chip on their shoulder. All right, well, we're stuck. we got to keep rolling. Treasure State star number two, Sophia Stiles. She's a multi-product. She uh, played, she was the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year twice, had a legendary high school career there at Malta High School. Then came to Lady Grizz and was uh, a standout. She was a second-team All-Big Sky selection a year ago. She decided to use her f- final year to transfer she ends up at Florida Gulf Coast, and Florida Gulf Coast, I didn't know much about Florida Gulf Coast women's basketball until Sophia Styles transferred there. What a fun style they play. I mean, they get up and down. They run and gun. They shoot threes like nobody's business. They, they hit almost 12 threes a game this year. They've won. Here's a tremendous stat. There's only two programs in the country that have won 30 or more games four times or more. 30 or more games won Four times or more over the last eight years. Two programs in the country, Florida Gulf Coast and Don Staley's South Carolina squad. That's an amazing statistic. So Florida Gulf Coast winning at a very high level, including getting a win in the NCAA tournament. They uh, they knocked off fifth seed of Washington State 74-63 over the weekend. Sophia Styles had four points, four steals, and two assists in that win. Then last night... Florida Gulf Coast run comes to an end, but no shame in their performance. They lose 76-57 to a Villanova squad that's headed to the Sweet 16 for the second time in their program's history. So Sophia Styles, her college career comes to an end, uh, but way to go out on top. She was always very gracious and uh, cool to us here at ESPN Radio. I always enjoyed our conversations, interactions with her. Uh, very cheerful and affable young lady, so... Um, it's always cool to see Montana kids spread their wings, go somewhere else, and and uh, do good uh, on behalf of the state's great name. How about a couple other kids that are bringing home a natty? College of Idaho won the NAIA National Championship in men's basketball, and Drew Wyman of Great Falls and Caden Handren of Scobie, they each played a huge role in it. Wyman, I thought, absolutely could have played Division One basketball, uh, for one of the two in-state schools. He was the Gatorade Player of the Year. He's a tremendous athlete. D- jumps out of the gym. 
and uh, got recruited by everybody in Montana except Montana and Montana State and instead decides to go to the College of Idaho to play in the frontier but uh, out of state. And uh, he was one of their leading scorers for the Coyotes and uh, a, a good player for sure. And then Caden Handron uh, from Scobie, he's only a sophomore, but he also contributed at a high level as well. So um, pretty cool to see those two young Montana kids doing well as well. A Treasure State star number four, Parker Phileas. He's a Haver product who now wrestles at Purdue. He's a prominent member of the four-time state champion club here in Montana. Only 40 guys are a part of that. And he got his first uh, payday at the NCAA Division I Wrestling Championships over the weekend in Tulsa. He wrestled his way to seventh place at 141 pounds. Overall, he had a 4-2 and two record at the season-ending tournament. Uh, starting off with wins in the first two rounds on Thursday to reach the quarterfinals for the first time. So seventh place, guess what that means? You get All-American honors. So that's pretty cool. 141 pounds is a just devilish division in Division I college wrestling. I mean, gosh, those are the type of guys that are so strong, but yet they're, they're, they're in that weight class because they probably cut 20 to 30 pounds to get down to that weight so they could still be big and strong, even though they're only 141 pounds. Those middle division, 141 up through like 170, those are the guys, uh-uh. Walk the other way if you see those guys in the back alley, man. Uh, but congratulations to Parker Phileas Havert, native All-American at Purdue. Treasure State star uh, number five. How about a whole bunch of in-state products? that earned All-American honors in NAIA women's basketball. Jamie Pickens of Carroll College, only the second first-team All-American in Carroll College women's basketball history. Former Lady Grizz, held on a high product. Uh, Montana Westerns, Brindley Fitzgerald, also a first-team All-American. Uh, she's played in her hometown as well. Uh, she's a Dillon product. So two first-team All-Americans out of uh, the Frontier Conference of Women's Hoops. Jordan Sweeney of Montana Western. And Chloe Thatcher of Rocky Mountain College, they each earned third-team All-American honors. And then Tavia Rooney of Montana Tech also appeared on the honorable mention list. So uh, a pretty darn good showing by Frontier Conference women's basketball players with the All-American awards being released today. Thursday star number seven, about Glendive alum Carson Murphy. She scored six points and pulled down two rebounds. She's a former Lady Grizz who hails, like I said, from Glendive, and uh, she was playing for 16th-seeded Chattanooga in the first round of the Women's Basketball Championship. They had pretty uphill battle against Virginia Tech as uh, a 16 play and a number one, and Chattanooga lost 58-33, to but still, Carson Murphy, a couple buckets uh, in the big dance, so always cool for uh, a Class A kid to be showing out on the big stage. And then finally, Treasure State star number eight, it's Montana State freshman sprinter Caroline Hawks. She was named the Big Sky Conference Women's Track Athlete of the Week for the first week of the outdoor season. MSU went to the uh, Redlands Invitational, which is pretty commonplace this time of year. If you haven't noticed, the snow just melted about four days ago here in Montana. So a lot of times the first meets of the outdoor season are in sunny places like California. And uh, MSU particularly seems to always land at that Redlands Invite. The Grizz have sent some athletes there uh, pretty pretty uh, often in the past as well. Uh, but this is close to... Hawks's hometown. She's from San Clemente. Um, Redlands Invite is more like NorCal. San Clemente is more like middle to southern, kind of like Orange County. Uh, but regardless, she's back in her home state, and in her first outdoor meet of her career, she ran a couple top ten times in schools in the in MSU's history. She ran a 
uh, 24.68 seconds in the 200 meters. She also ran an all-time best 54.8 seconds in the 400 meters. Uh, that's the fifth fastest time ever uh, at Montana State and the the fastest time ever by a true freshman. She currently ranks 22nd overall in Division One in the 400 meters and the fifth fastest freshman time in the country at the 400. So um, congratulations to, to Caroline Hawks. But also, this has got me thinking, why is it important to have a good track and field program other than just, you know, the the sanctity of competition in sports? We'll discuss that plus other random sports musings next. It's our Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Why is track important? Other random sports musings, free tagliere, all that next. Keep it right here in Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. We play a lot of audio slavery around here, but I haven't played that one in a while. A little gasoline for you here on your Tuesday. Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, everything we talk about from uh, this point forward is going to just roll into the next hour because we are a little bit up against it. Uh, but I have several different things that I want to say, uh, and that we're going to start with... Um, what I was just talking about with track and field. I think that there's a continued growing interest in track and field. I think that um, we have put a high priority on covering it just because I think for a variety of reasons. One, I think track and field is one of the, one of, if not the most pure sports there is. It's, it's so results defined. You win or you win and you win or you lose and you lose and that's it. And that's all. There's not a lot of, I think it doesn't necessarily get a lot of talk radio um, exposure because there's not a lot to argue about. You know, like in football, you could argue about play calling and execution and rising to the moment and the scope of a season and who's the offensive coordinator and who's getting recruiting who and yada, yada, yada. In track, you win or you don't. You show up and, and, and you perform or you don't, and that's it. And there's no one else to blame but yourself. But also, at the end of the day, you're only competing against yourself. And if you su- surpass your own Expectations. That's what sports supposed to be all about. So I think track is is so cool. I also think some of our great exports from the state of Montana athletically are track and field athletes, particularly our women's track and field athletes um, that go from the high school level and go on to 
compete at some of the biggest track programs in the country. I mean, Ashley McElroy has been ripping it up at Nebraska after being a state champion at Sentinel. Lauren Hagan has been doing great things at Washington after being a standout at Sentinel. You know, there's a variety of, of outstanding athletes all over high-level Division One track. But the other thing is, I think a lot of people in Montana, sometimes, especially at the University of Montana, maybe Doug Fraley can rewrite that narrative because I do think he is a lot more engaged in it and understands the the prominence of of what Division One track and field can do for your athletic department. And I also think Brian Schwain did that as well. I also I just think that there's been a fundamental lack of of uh, investment in track and field at, at Montana over the last ten or fifteen years. And there's a certain element here where it is about having positivity about your athletic department in the news frequently. I mean, I feel like every week I'm highlighting an MSU track and field kid because they're winning a conference athlete of the week. And, you know, it gets you two minutes of airtime on Nuanas now, but it gets your athletic department in the news all the time in a positive fashion. High tides help all ships rise. I mean, that uh, positivity is, is big. And I, I think that that's one thing that maybe has been uh, lacking in understanding at Montana that Montana State's fully embraced and they've become a bona fide, real deal, like top 25, top 30 track program, especially on the men's side. I mean, they were top 25 in cross country this last year, and uh, they've been sending multiple kids to nationals every year. It just It's not only good to be competitive within the scope of the program, it's good for your athletic department as well to push the envelope forward and, and keep you in a positive fashion uh, in the news. It's Nuwana Zdow, ESPN Radio. I also have thoughts on the World Baseball Classic, the quarterback carousel in the NFL, some former Lady Grizz doing good on the national level, and I got plenty of thoughts about Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. We're going to take a break. Hour two coming at you, but before we do, give us a call right now. We got a $25 gift card to Taglieri Deli. Tag's got a new location, brand new, open there on Wyoming Street in the Sawmill District. So we got $25. You can use it at either location, 406 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. Call number two. We got 25 bucks to tag Larry Deli uh, here in Missoula. All sorts of sports musings. An hour number two. Keep it right here. Want us now? ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 